say that you don't really want it with us, yeah. We love you, know. We came here to say that you don't really want it with us, yeah. yeah. The sports show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of the Year Sports Show. I am your host, Big Baby, aka Dre Dollars, aka the Soul of R&B. How's everybody doing? Everybody's here. Everybody's great. Everybody's looking good. Peter with no swoop. Still, we still we still got a problem with that, but it's okay. It's all right. It's all right. Starting to live like Frank Lucas' niece up there. <laughs> That's twenty five thousand alpaca. You bought that shit. <laughs> to my bottom left, we have <laughs> BK Matt. You're what's going you don't on, have, y'all. You don't have no We're special name this week. Up gang signs, nah. are you? I just saw a gang no. sign. Like, I put a BK Brooklyn. No. You know, BK. Oh, what is BK? There's only one gang. There's only I one gang to worry about. Can we not? No, can we not? What? Thank you. No, 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 no gang signs over here. We, it's, not a, it's a, it's a, it's a. I saw what you know did. What? I saw what you did. Though. I threw that in all my pictures. Woo. What's up from the floor? Oh, and then he goes whoa. And, and, and then he said you from the floor. Uh, I'm from the floor. What you want me to do? Mm-hmm. Shout out to the eighties. You know I mean? <laughs> Till my bottom right, we have the voice of a generation, <laughs> the best voice machine. <laughs> My God, Rosado! Oh, how are you doing, sir? How you doing? Doing well, doing well. Um, you know, enjoying, enjoying a beautiful Saturday. You know, we're not gonna have too many of them left with the fall and winter soon to be approaching. Can't wait. Enjoy them. Can't wait. Enjoy them while you can. Enjoy them while you can. And I'm also super happy because I went to the supermarket yesterday, and it is now my favorite season. It is Malamar season. Malamars are back on the shelves. And I am happy. They only are out during the fall and winter. So uh, I bought like 85,000 boxes yesterday. I see you trying to gain that weight back, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it's it's hibernation season. Hibernation season. Fuck that. I'm not trying to hibernate nothing. This, this, this is when I'm going to grind the most during this season. Nah, listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lose that weight uh, get, gearing up for December. So I have a little information to drop for y'all before the end of the show. Cool, cool, perfect, perfect. Is that what we was talking about yesterday? Quite possibly. I can't wait to hear. And last but not least, the queen, the head of the Eurosports show table, the current reigning defending undisputed pick five champion. Again, the queen. A whole nother season. Queen Tay. Here. Frank Lucas Neeks, a.k.a. AKA. I'm in. 7K Tay. I'm sorry. What's going on, Queen? Not much. I'm here. Let's get it going. Feeling good. Frank Lucas great? doing. Um, I'm feeling all right. I'm here. I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. Still living life of Wu Tang. You know they used to call me that when I was a kid. Uh, my nickname was Wu Tang. Why? Probably because you're the same height as Rizzo. You see, remember what you said. You remember what you said in the chat. 
Cool. What? I, I, I have nothing. I have nothing to say about what happens during the rest that of the show. Even I have bad. nothing to say about whatever happens. Why gotta be about my height? Like you just jealous. You're blessed. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, you jealous. I'm really am. I wish I did have your height. Jealous. Really wish I had your height. Listen, I'm you got gonna... a new movie. You you might have a sequel movie coming out, so you shouldn't be complaining. Oh. <laughs> Here we go. Okay, La Bamba. You really going there? Okay. La 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 Bamba. La 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 Bamba. Damn, Pete. Damn, bad. You know he was Selena's godfather in the show. By God. Yo, I can't watch that movie without crying. I'm talking about the show. She has an actual show on um. That show was terrible. I didn't watch it at all. The wigs were horrible. Why do women look at the hair? Everything. That, like, I, I'm not gonna lie. Oh my god! I'm not gonna lie. I look at I look at women's hair too because that, that that that's important. Yeah, everybody's hair was terrible. In my that show. It's like it shows you budget. My mother's Horrible. a beautician, so the first thing I look at when I when I'm looking at a woman is their hair. Why is this the first time I'm hearing that your mother's a beautician? I would have been giving her thousands of dollars of business. Like I've told y'all. No, not me. You must have told them. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll right, give you more I information. I'll, I'll, I'll give you more information after the show. Because she do. Shout, shout out to my mother, Lynetta hey, Hart. Aunt. I love you. Shout and out to Mama Dre. Yes, and my aunt, Aunt Tammy. She has a food truck in Harlem, Harlem Seafood Soul. Oh, hold up. Wait, say On what 125th now? and um, Adam Clayton. Yeah. Yo, I'm in there. I'm in yeah. there. I'm, just, I'm trying to understand why we don't get plates when we go to the studio. I was trying to figure well, out. Well, we ain't been in the studio. We ain't like been in the studio days. because none of us are never home during, during Saturday. We all that and, I, that and I ain't get vaccinated yet. So that, that, that's probably another thing. Wait I ain't get it yet. I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Look, I'm not against it. I'm, not, really, I'm not against that? it at all. Huh? Are you one of these? Are you, why are you not are you, vaccinated? Why am I not vaccinated? Because mm-hmm. I haven't done all my research on it. I'm sorry. Look, it took me. It took me getting that that hospital gig to to even do the flu shot. I, I get worried about certain things. You know, then, it's very irresponsible. It is. It's 100. That's what I said. I'm not against it. I would never say that. that I'm not against I'm not, it. I'm not the. I'm not the the police or anything like that. Like I'm not the proper police. But like, what we don't know about the vaccine, we do know about COVID. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And the thing is, like, we had to be vaccinated. Or they pumped all kinds of stuff into our bodies through. So we had to ha- be vaccinated to go to school. And if we want a better chance, you have children at home, and now COVID is impacting that population. Well aware. Just so went through we the scare to, last week. You guys have to be very, very, very careful because you know, the misinformation, the misinformation about the vaccine. I have I've been vaccinated. Everybody knows that I was a high risk due to my cancer battle. You get what I'm saying? As bad as the side effects of the vaccine is better than COVID would have felt. Yep. Yeah, so yeah, I gotta get. Please get vaccinated. You know, and, and a lot of the people, you know, who were talking about how and and you know, Tay talking about the misinformation. People were talking about oh, how the vaccine came about so quickly. It came up out of nowhere. All of a sudden, they had a vaccine. The coronavirus is not no. new. 
Right. A lot of people got to remember, if, if y'all old enough to remember the SARS outbreak from years ago, that's literally where COVID-19 comes from. It is the 19th strain of a SARS-CoV-19 uh, of SARS-CoV, right? So it's, you know, and that's why you have variations of the mutation. There's different words, there's different things out there. And people really got to understand that I'm not talking to Matt on that one, but I'm just talking about other people in general. But speaking of that, that brings me to something really funny. I read it. Did you know that there are unvaccinated people nowadays who are saying that it is a slur to call them unvaccinated. They refer, they want to be referred to as, get this, pure blood. Pure no blood. Name. You know what this sounds like? You know what? No, I'm not even going to go there. Not no, let it go. Let <laughs> yeah. that go. Woo! Alexa, say let it go by Keisha Cole. <laughs> right. Oh, I wouldn't even do that to myself. Oh man, Jesus! So I, I read that and I was just like, "What? What Twilight Zone episode have we walked into?" Nah, like, that's definitely Harry Potter. You a mother? This is exactly. This is exactly what I figured would happen during a global pandemic. This this is re really on brand for Earth. It's very ghetto here. I do not recommend. I'm and yo, people be wondering why all those zombie apocalypse movies or global <laughs> pandemic movies or whatever the United States is always the first one to go this because we because this the arrogance because the arrogance the arrogance of this country is paramount and there's no um there's no dispute in that but yep. you know what we can sit here and spar about vaccines and why men over thirty shouldn't have braids. But let's uh. But you know who's not sparring? Evander Holyfield's not sparring anymore. He shouldn't be. He shouldn't have sparred in the first place. He should just lay down and then before he got laid down. I, I thought <laughs> this whole thing with Trilla is is a very. I mean, it could be into if, if you look at it as entertainment, it could be entertainment. But the you, to call it boxing and call it the prestige of boxing is two different things, man. And I feel like this is killing the sport of boxing. It's letting people, it's making people feel like anybody could still get in the ring, and it doesn't. No, Evander Holyfield should not be fighting anybody in twenty twenty. Especially on a week's notice, and he had a week's notice. It's like, no. how are you even if you had a, in the ring on a week's notice, even if he had a year's notice, Evander Holyfield is like a hundred years old in boxing years. Absolutely. Being honest with you, absolutely. I've seen, I've seen, all disrespect. Oh, yes, all disrespect. I yes. Better, <laughs> I saw a better exhibition fight in Rocky Balboa when Rocky came back in the, in the end of that movie. What that Rocky Six, I think it was in Kaza, in, in I, That was a better exhibition fight than I what we've been seeing on this thriller stuff. How much I love the Rocky movies. They're one Those of my great. favorite movie series. Rocky Four is like my one of my favorite movies of all time. I know it's terrible, no. but I count love Rocky. It. Do you count? Yeah. Do you count? Do you count the Tommy movie? No. No. I, mm, yeah. I didn't really like that one. I like I like one through four. I don't really count five. I like the one who does when he had Balboa. The, I like Balboa, and I like the two Creeds. I thought the yes. two creeds were really, really good, and I liked the way that they they really carried in the mythos from the original Rocky movies into yeah. it without without making it feel burdened by the Rocky movies. It was its own movie, really kind of bouncing off that already beautifully set story. I love. Let me tell you something. I love 
Those are my, you know, with Rocky, The Godfather, Wiz, Goodfellas. Oh, I love The Wiz. Great. Nobody beats the Wiz. And Lady and Lady Sings the Blues. I love those Diana Ross movies from the 70s. So shout outs to Rocky. Absolutely, absolutely. All right. Pete, it's been a long time since you about to hear this music. I ain't forget you and left you. I gotta go, go beat the step two. All right, all right. Let's get into the first quick hits. Well, in a while. I was about to say the new year, but no. <laughs> First quick hit in a while. Ready? Let's go. Yeah. Quick hits is sponsored right, by. Lady. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Pete. Quick hits is sponsored by Queen Tay. We 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 forgot. I forgot to put that there. But Quick hits is sponsored yeah. by Queen Tay. <laughs> <laughs> quick, no, welcome back to Quick Queen. No, Queen Twenty Five K Tay. <laughs> this will not be the last time you see anything sponsored or anything with Queen Tay's face on it today. Okay, Regina Lucas. <laughs> Regina Lucas. <laughs> Go ahead, Pete. Terrible. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Quick Hits, sponsored by Queen Tay. And uh, let's just say, you know, we, we don't have much here, there, but we want to go over the U.S. Open. Novak Djokovic was unable to complete a full-year slam, meaning he was unable to win all four slams in one year as he was stopped in the men's U.S. Open final against Medvedev in straight sets. But the big story... The big story out of the U.S. Open is, is Emma Radnikanu. At 18 years, 302 days old, won the grant, won the U.S. Open after a magical run to the fourth round in Wimbledon. The British team earned her place in the U.S. Open main draw. She was not in the main draw, ladies and gentlemen. She had to go through qualifying rounds just to make it to the main stage of the U.S. Open and then go through the entire U.S. Open field and then go into the finals uh, where she won the U.S. Open. She became she becomes the fourth youngest U.S. Open winner in history, uh, and she won the tournament in straight sets. She also became the first ever qualifier, man or woman, to win a Grand Slam Tennis Championship. And it was only her second ever Slam appearance in the main draw. That's super dope of her. Like, I think tennis and golf are the only sports to where you can have people who are, like, fresh out of high school and baseball, too, fresh out of high school and just, boom, amazing. Like, do y'all know J.L. Smith plays um, golf now? College golf, right? NCAA. College golf. Yes. NCAA golf. Yes. Shout out to J.R. Smith. He ain't going to be allowed to take this all education. Day. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, you know, that, that has to be something that's very interesting because for a lot of people, I remember um, forgetting his name. He used to play for the Charlotte, Charlotte New Orleans Hornets back in the day. Uh, David Wesley, big ears. Yes. Yeah. Spoke about, spoke about going back to college, especially he went back to his alma mater. For college after an NBA career and he said it was one of the most humbling things in the world it's very hard for them to do because you walk on that campus and you look at as a god and now you're just like a regular person 
and for them that can be very hard for some of them. Uh, I don't know if people heard this. The uh, statement from Steve Ballmer said it is time for the Clippers to forge their own identity with their own arena so that they no longer have to be shadowed by the legacy. Man, shut up. I don't want to hear none that they got to say. Please. Win a playoff series. Well, I mean, we would be remiss to not mention that today is the anniversary of the Clippers blowing the 3-1 lead. <laughs> today? Yes, it is. Stan put it up today. What a playoff series and create your own identity oh, then. Oh, yeah. Because of the bubble. <laughs> Yeah, because of the bubble. I'm looking like it's September. It's <laughs> like, the anniversary. They put it up today. Yeah. Happy anniversary to the opening night champs of the NBA. <laughs> They're like Let's the NBA not- version of the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, Ooh. how about them Clippers? How about yeah. them Clippers? Yeah, they are. Yeah. They mm-hmm. are, period. Except they're not really worth that much. Cowboys I'm, talking about, I'm talking about I'm talking about brand wise. Like you, get, you know, they're they're sitting there really narcissistic of them to say they need to forge their own identity. You know, play win a playoff series. That matters. That matters. Say, say, say that. What a playoff series. Yeah, that matters. Stop blowing three one leads. Uh, it wasn't Doc Rivers' fault this time. No, <laughs> it was. Exonerate yeah. him from that. Mm-hmm. That 3 1 lead is not all Dot Rivers' fault, but he plays a part in that. Uh, Aaron Gordon, Aaron Gordon and the Nuggets. Aaron Rodgers, baby. Oh, yeah, that story's coming up. Oh, that story's coming up. The story's coming up. Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon and the the Denver Nuggets agreed to a $92 million extension. Why? Uh, just this week. Because NBA money, is, NBA money is long. That ninety-two billion dollars is not going to be worth a damn um, in a couple in a year or two. Don't say Nick that. Because eighty-four Nick million fans, was worth uh, something, and then the shooter didn't turn it down. Nick fans have a reason to celebrate. Stupid Nick fans money. have a reason to celebrate. They no longer have to go through watching Frank Nilakina in a Knicks uniform, as Frank Nilakina has signed with the Dallas to Mavericks. Dallas, the yeah. last, the last holdover. From the Phil Jackson era, his first round pick, Frank Nilakina, uh, signed with the Dallas Mavericks. Um, and remember that the Knicks picked him. Uh, the Knicks picked him over Dennis Smith Jr., who is still with the Dallas Mavericks. Dennis Smith Jr. was also on the Knicks. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Garbage. I don't even know why we're talking about that. The Houston Rockets was a bum. He's a bum. The Houston Rockets and John Wall are testing the waters of trying to find a trade deal. We used to think John Wall's contract was untradeable, and it may get traded for the second time in a year. Russell Westbrook has the most tradable contract of all time, bro. John Wall is due $91.7 million over the next two seasons, including a player option for $47.4 million. In 2022-2023, the Rockets do not want to give up first-round draft compensation to get rid of Wall and have have no interest in discussing a buyout until possibly after free agency next year. 
but they are committed to moving forward with Kevin Porter Jr. and Jalen Green as mm-hmm. its starting backcourt in Houston. Cool, cool. There we go, uh, Last story before we get to really the big news leading us into the day. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks actually made a little bit of history this week. The Milwaukee Bucks have named Lisa Byington the team's new television play-by-play announcer on Valley Sports Wisconsin, making her the first ever woman to handle full-time TV play-by-play duties for a major men's professional sports team. That's amazing. That is amazing. Congratulations Congratulations to Lisa Byington. And now let's go into a story that unfortunately is still in the mainstream news. It's still not truly over a tragedy that is still not truly dealt with. Mm -hmm. Um, This week, the Senate Judiciary Committee convened to go over the FBI's mishandling. Yes, that's right. The FBI's mishandling of the Larry Nasser case. For those of you who are unfamiliar with the Larry Nasser case, this is the gentleman who sexually abused and tortured uh, women from the gymnastics team, young girls and women from the United States gymnastics team over years, including United States gold medal winners, Simone Biles, Kayla Maroney, Ali Raceman, and Maggie Nichols. And all four of them over actually testified. Over 200 yes. gymnasts. Um, and... And he was not the only one. We, 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 we are not going to sit here and fail to recognize all the people who had heard the reports, knew the reports, knew what was going on as his superiors and continued to let it happen. And those people who worked alongside him, who continued to send girls to Larry Nasser to continue this abuse uh, of, these, of these women. Uh, but U.S. gymnast Simone Biles, Michaela Maroney, Maggie Nichols, and Ali Raceman all testified to the Senate Judiciary Committee this past Wednesday. Their testimonies are online. If anyone is interested in actually reading those testimonies, their full testimonies are online. Um, but I do want to uh, take this one quote from the head of the Justice Department Inspector General, uh, Michael Horowitz, um, who uh, had a statement that day as well. Reports, our reports indicates the response of FBI agents who received that information betrayed their law enforcement responsibilities and their duties to these victims. As our report further details, Larry Nassar's abuses could very well and should have been stopped sooner if appropriate action had been taken by the FBI in response to the courageous actions of these athletes. Not only did that not occur, But after the FBI agent's inadequate and incompetent response came to light, FBI records were created that falsely summarized the testimony of an athlete who had spent hours detailing the abuses she endured and inaccurately described the FBI's handling of the matter. Further, when called to account for their actions, two of the FBI agents lied to our our investigators. Absolutely terrible. Absolutely terrible. And um, as we go into, um, actually, first, Pete, thank you for um, quick hits for the week of September 17th, 18th. Yes. Um, and let's go into today's topics because that's the first thing we're going to start out with. And I want to hear your, your guys' thoughts. Let's go into it. I 
as we just stated, I want to hear you guys' thoughts on um, on the prior, the last topic in quick hit. So, Queen Tay, what are your thoughts on people just dropping the ball on this? Well, it's more than dropping the ball. This is an e- this is egregious and disgusting. Mm-hmm. And I feel as if these women and you know have been failed at every step of the way. You know, for decades, this man has been abusing women, abusing his power, and people, even from the highest extent of the law, have allowed him to get away with it. And I feel as if even right now can't, you know, bring back that that innocence. You get what I'm saying? Like the things that these women had to endure, you know, trusting a doctor who took advantage of them. I think that's disgusting. I think that he deserves to be castrated, duct taped, and fried, period. How long is he in there for, 175 years? And that's not yeah. enough. Yeah, now nah, he got to go. I don't think he's living that long. I, mean, I have a daughter. I have a daughter who is of that, that age range, and my heart breaks because there'd be no justice in the world for me. You get what I'm saying, and I think it's disgusting. And, and shame on uh, shame on all people who protected this man for years and decades. Shame on all the media that knew about this, the the governmental agencies that knew about this. You know, the thing is, allegations is it, a it's a difference. It's a difference. And I'm ne- I never be a, I would never be a rape apologist for nothing. Period. No one should. No one should. Matt, I just my I, my heart breaks for the for the just to even hear their testimonies on on how this whole situation was handled, the neglect that they must have felt, the like what on earth was more important than protecting them? You know, like they represent our country in in every shape and fashion, and you just fed them to the wolves. That, that I. I there's no excuse for that. There's no, there, there's nothing that, there's really no, there's nothing that they can really do to these people that can even equate, you know, the, the, the what they did for that. Like that, that's just, it's just disgusting. The whole thing is just disgusting. Like to, to allow this man to get away with this for decades. It's been like over what, 20 years, 20, 25 years that he's been doing this. And over what you said, two hundred and fifty women that he's done this to. At minimum, two hundred and sixty-five girls from the ages of thirteen to sixteen. What was so like? There's literally you can't even answer that question. What was so important that y'all neglected that? Nothing. And to be honest with you, there, there, there have been complaints of him lodged since the early nineteen nineties. Exactly. And they didn't take it seriously until six years ago. And it wasn't just him. He wasn't the only one. He's not the only, he's the main one, you know, responsible for this. But there's so many other, you know, people to blame for this, like the in the FBI that that knew about all of this and they just let it go to the wayside. It's it's just again, it makes you look at our system and think like do you really do we really matter? Do our well-being and our safety really matter to these people? No. It, it, that, that that that's it's disgusting. It's 100 percent disgusting. No. Absolutely. Pete. I mean, listen, nothing more can be said than what Tay and Matt have already said. The man, the man does not, I, I hate to say it, the man does not be deserved to still be living. I'm sorry. Um 
you know, b- believe what you want to believe uh, about, you know, have your own personal beliefs about the death. How this person can still be given the, the decency to still be alive. Why taxpayer dollars are still being spent to keep this person alive. And again, have your own personal beliefs and it is what it is. And I don't, you know, I believe that there are certain crimes that I'm just sorry, you, you've, you've, you've given up your right to still be alive and still be walking. Pete. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still here. I'm still here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, There's certain things where it's just like, you give up, you give up that right. And this is one of them. Absolutely. And There's nothing nobody can can explain or, or give a solid answer to this. But what is this obsession with these men with younger women? What is this obsession with men taking advantage of women in general? Or taking advantage of people in general? First, again, not to take eyes off this, there are men out here telling what telling other women what they can do with their bodies in terms of abortion and everything else like that. There's men out here saying it's okay to take advantage of women because they are men. Young women. And young right. women, too. Young women. And yeah. even at the, because, you know, this, this apologist culture that we've lived in for so many decades, I think it's disgusting. You know, me and my friends talk about this all the time. When we were, like, teenagers, it wasn't the boys in our class that were, you know, chasing us down and hounding us down. It was them old-ass construction workers, them older dudes, you know, guys were like 23, dating 14-year-olds and 15-year-olds. That type of culture is is disgusting. You get what I'm saying? And, and like you said, Dre, men should not have any say on what a woman has to do with her body. And I feel like even other women, you're not advocating for each other. Just because something doesn't work for you doesn't mean it may, may or may not work for me. How I live my life is that, all right, if I don't, my thing is, why do I care? It's not my body. I'm going right. to protect your right to choose, regardless of if you choose whatever side of the coin. You get what I'm saying? But the thing is, it's not my place, even as a fellow woman, to to make, you know, to think of rules that are not, you know, taking another woman's body into consideration. And the thing is, what kills me is that people care so much about life at conception, but don't give not one hot damn about these kids who are walking around in the foster care system, these kids who are failing in the educational system, these kids who are raised by women who didn't want to be mothers. You get what I'm saying? And the thing is, is that and men are bearing no responsibility for the fact that if they don't want children with women, you can get a vasectomy. There's things that you, why is things with birth control? Why do men have things to say about women and birth control, but nothing about what a man can bring to the table for that? I think it's ridiculous and I think it's sad. And this this overwhelming culture of taking advantage of women from different points, so many different points of life being violated. You're being, now we're being violated from birth, from conception through death, period. Period. Throw the whole earth in the garbage. Throw it all away. Start over. Yeah. Lord, we need the rapture one more time. Jesus, send the rapture. Send the rapture. Um, 
So, hey, you know, and, and, and I think one thing that, you know, I think we, we've all, you know, kind of like slightly touched on, it's like, I think on top of everything that disgusts me about this, it's the abuse of power, right? These young girls came to this man or were sent to this man mm-hmm. under the auspices of this man is going to take care of me. This man is going to help me with my health. It's going to help me recover from injuries. It's yep. going to help me do these things. They went to this person and gave this person their utmost trust and literally gave them, mm-hmm. you know, themselves in order to be made healthy again, not for this to happen to them. They, they, they went there with this conception of this is a doctor, right? This is a doctor. This is someone that's going to heal me. This is someone that's going to make me be able to do the things I want to do to follow my dreams in life. And to go into those situations and be so, so utterly abused and destroyed the way these women are. And I got to give a lot of respect to every single one of the women who have come forward. Every single one of the women who have come forward, whether it be physically or have written a statement or have spoken out in their own way, whether it be for the Larry Nasser case or any other situation, like that is your power. Speak out on these issues, speak out on what's going on and make sure that your voice is heard. Make sure your voice is heard one way or another and make sure that these stories get out because that is, that is strength and that is the power. And that is, that is the light that these men and these abusers, whether they be men or women, okay, or, or otherwise gendered, that is the light that they try to shy away from, that you're not going to say anything, that you won't speak up that you'll keep it to yourself and that you'll hide that trauma. And when, and listen, whether it's right after it happened, a month later, a year later, five years later, 10 years later, when you are able to speak on that, if you are ever able to, that is your strength. Speak on it and speak your truth and make that, make that darkness that they reside in a very hard place for them to hide. Absolutely. Couldn't have said it better. Couldn't have said it better. Now to a lighter note, Pick five. Pick five. Uh, it was a pretty rough week. <laughs> it was a pretty rough week. <laughs> a lot of Best things happened. for the Packers. Uh, we'll get into that right after pick five. So, ladies and gentlemen, the brand new pick five. One, two, three, four, five. I told y'all I was going to have something this week. I'm a man of my word. I'm a man of my word. Matt, I know. I'm sorry. But this show is going to go on for a while. So maybe if you win this year, your face will be on the wall. There's no championship belt. There's no trophy to put. So this is it. You got to do better. Oh, now I got to do better. (laughs) Next time I'm going to make you make it, like I said last week. So, Pete. Please tell us what the scores were of last week. Well, it is very close. Uh, Tay and Dre. It's, it's, are, the, one, it's the first week. <laughs> right. It, it's very close, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Tay and Dre are tied in first at three and two. Ooh. Three and two. And uh, myself and Matt are myself and Matt are two and three. I will say the deciding pick 
for Dre and Tay uh, was Dre picking the Saints uh, and Tay picking the Steelers. Yeah. Um, if Tay had not picked the Steelers, uh, Tay would have been two and three with myself, Matt. Uh, myself and Matt being uh, three and two. But why you said if Dre didn't pick something? Why you had to go? I did. Two? I started with Dre. If oh, Dre, didn't, if pick Dre didn't pick. If Dre yeah. didn't pick. If Dre didn't pick the same, <laughs> okay. he, he would have been, been two and three two. How yeah. about that? But um, that that, that is that is what it's looking like. <laughs> and I gotta say, up until I mean, two of those games, uh, we all we all got destroyed by the Texans. Uh, we all got the I was gonna game. accuse the Texans, and then they were like, Oh, you sound crazy for telling the Texans. We didn't no, do none of that. No, we didn't do none of that. You just said that Sean Watson and Sean Watson was that. not playing. You said, Why the f- why, I gotta, why, I'm why picking am I picking him? Right, you know, why am I picking him? Well, like, listen, yeah. I think, I think, I think that game, that game showed us one very true y'all statement. Y'all shouldn't have let me choose. Don't nothing, ain't nah. nothing gonna beat, ain't <laughs> nothing gonna beat Tyrod Taylor outside of a misplaced needle in the ribs. Um, yikes, yikes Peter. Yikes. You know, but that was cringeworthy. That was very cringeworthy. Listen, that was, that was, that's what got Tyrod out last year. Oh, we know, Jeez. we know. I'm sure Tyrod don't want to think about that. But uh, you know, we, I think we were all surprised by how much firepower the Texans had. Obviously, that last minute victory by the Steelers over the Bills. The Bills were well in charge of that game up until the very end. A lot like uh, the Giants were against Washington, but we were talking about You guys have not won a playoff, a Super Bowl in about 50 years. Simmer, simmer down. Ooh, okay. Simmer Do not make me come for your head. Oh, don't worry about it. We will have a Jets you know and Giants funny, though, I do, really I do shortly. Have no, I do have something I do want to ask Tay. I want something I want to ask Tay because I was listening. I forget who it was. I think it was um, somebody on ESPN Radio. Uh-huh. Was talking about. Ask me. No, was talking about uh, Saquon Barkley's performance on Thursday. Okay. And they compared Saquon to, uh-huh. Barry, to Barry Sanders. Okay. In the sense that. Both of them are overhyped in the fact that they don't, they are not very Get good. Off my damn Hold on, listen, I want to ask you an opinion. What they said was that both they said that both Saquon Barkley and Barry Sanders are alike because they're both overhyped in the fact that as down-to-down rushers, they're wow. not good, but they always break off one wow. big run, two big runs that make <laughs> their numbers go. seem good. You're this so is horrible. I'm sorry, Pete. Tavius, uh, Matt says it's not Tavius T time. Uh, what kind of on this my is screen? The, it looks this like, is the pick five. Like this is the pick five. Get you, him you off my not change it. <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah, do that because I, I want to know no. when was the last time the Jets had a successful running back to. But to he run? asked you a question. No, I, I'm not answering his question. Matt Ford today. Who, who the last time Curtis Martin. Pete, I want to ask you a question. Yes. Who was the last time you ran a yard? Yesterday. So then don't talk anything about Saquon Barkley. Yesterday. <laughs> you ran a yard? I don't believe you. I ran a yard. Yeah. All right. yeah. A yard? When you can run, when you can run yards like Saquon Barkley, then you can ask my damn opinion about anything. So I mean, like he, I he said, really didn't. He, like he had I one said, good run that like whole game. I said, at the end of the <laughs> one good run. Saquon, first of all, let me tell you something. Now you guys are trying to be like super haters. That's number one. 
Because I didn't even say nothing. Yeah, because you keep chiming in on commentary. Like I, I didn't ask you anything. <laughs> I didn't even okay, say so anything. Quiet. Put yourself on mute then. If you're not yards on thirteen day, Saquon played injured. That's number one. And number two, when anything on the Jets can simulate anything that the Giants have done, then you could come to the throne. We go all the time. When you come at the throne. Make sure you have good bullets, okay? I did. When you we come for the queen, when you queen, you best not miss. Hold on. You, you miss when the Jets can everything the Giants Bye. do. We go Bye. 0-2 all the time, Bye. which y'all have done the last two years. Yeah, but we're not going to go 2 for 16. Y'all might this year. No. Y'all definitely this year. How many is 17 games Yep. in the season? The Jets are going to go 3 for 17. The most. That might not be a bad record for us this year. Yeah, three, 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 three and fourteen. Y'all like being it. Y'all like drafting people, huh? <laughs> y'all just like being in the listen, first we, round. Listen, how many years has Dave Gettleman? How many years has Dave Gettleman said he's gonna fix that offensive line? Ain't done nothing. Garbage. Let me tell you something. Poor Eli. Let me tell you something. Poor Eli with his two Super Bowls. Oh, man. I know, him. right? Poor him. The, you know, the, the last guy who won a Super Bowl for y'all doing AARP commercials on News 12, okay? <laughs> I don't even have News 12. That was the last person who won a Super Bowl for y'all. They, they, they're talking to our parents on News 12 now. Yeah. Okay? The legend. The legend. Okay? The Hall you of Famer. Even, you wasn't even a twinkle in your daddy's eye the last time. The Jets won a Super Bowl. You're right. My daughter was alive for both. When David Tyree won that Super Bowl for y'all. But we still won a Super Bowl. I don't care. Ronald McDonald. Thank you, David Tyree, who was in the Giants. Ronald McDonald could have won that Super Bowl for us. But you know what team he would have won it under? The New York Giants. And Mario Manningham, who won that other one. At least we don't have at least we don't have butt fumbles. Let's not talk about the fact that the only reason the Giants Y'all won hating. that second Super Bowl is because Y'all Welker, because Welker, Welker fumbled that pass. Still won it. <laughs> hey, Still won he it. should have caught it with his helmet, too. Yeah, because the, Patriots, caught with his helmet to, too. the Patriots was trying to play with murderers on their damn... Um, low blow. <laughs> you gotta relax. You gotta relax. Okay. Oh, no, no, we don't. No, we don't. No, we don't. No, we don't. That is a source. No, we know. Well, since we want to talk about the Jets, they, sit there, they had they had straight murder. We didn't even finish the pick five. That's what we talk. That's what we getting into right now. We already did Go our Giants. The Queen Pete. We already had Go our Giants and Jets Pete. report. And, and, right, and let me say something. Year. The Jets, the uh, no Jets fans better ever come to me about anything about a team. Because you're just going to bring up the two Super Bowls, right? Yeah, That's because I have two Super Bowls to bring up. My dad was in junior high school. When the the Jets won a damn Super Bowl last time, the Giants have had a winning season. Here we go. Uh, more more recently than the Jets have, and they've also had Marv Albert in in in, in the dress. Y'all talk about Marv Albert. Uh, Marv, nah, 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 nah. Let me tell you something. That don't hurt me. That don't hurt me. That don't hurt me. We straight, but getting to the pick five: Patriots, Jets. I'm going with the Patriots. I'm going with the Patriots. Pick y'all Jets. 
No, I'm picking you up Patriots. No, 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 I'm picking up Jets. Y'all saw Hold on. There's a difference. There's a difference. There was times that the Giants was in the pick five and y'all didn't pick them, so I want to hear that crap. Only one time. There was only one time. There was only one time I didn't pick the Giants. and they. All right, then. So I'm trying to peer pressure nobody. I didn't pick them and they won. And they were close to that wild card, baby. I don't know the Jets and wild card. They don't Those seem like the they match. There, there, there is a difference. There is a difference. Wait, 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 wait. You talking about we didn't make the playoffs? Y'all saw the shenanigans in the last game of the season. Don't even do that. I'm sorry, but they're there, there, there is a difference. Don't do that. Don't do that. Let that hurt. Y'all didn't pick the Giants. We keeping the same energy. Pick them. No. Pick them. Pete, I'm picking the Patriots. Pick them. You see? Hippo. Are you, like the, are you picking? Are you picking the Patriots too, Pete? I am. So Patriots all around for the Jets fans. And again, here's why. Here's why. <laughs> all right, y'all better a, pick the Giants every every week that they're in. Y'all better pick the Giants every week that they're in. Super Bowl because we beat them in the Super Bowl, and y'all can't beat the Patriots. Y'all can't beat the Patriots to save y'all. It's not about that. It's not about beating the Patriots. Okay. There is a difference between blind fandom and using statistics to make an informed decision. And you sound like a goddamn fool. Bill that Belichick, Bill like Belichick undefeated against rookie quarterbacks. So even though both teams are starting rookie quarterbacks in Mac Jones and, 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 and Wilson and Zach Wilson, I have to go with Bill Belichick's experience on, on being able to craft defensive that rookie quarterbacks cannot beat. I am taking that like a whole lot of nothing to me. Nobody don't want to hear that. Next game, please. I don't want to hear that. Next. Talking for no reason. Y'all better pick the Giants every week that they in this. Y'all didn't. Y'all didn't. They'll be in the pick five. They'll be in the pick five next week. Y'all didn't. We're going to pick them. And that was the first one. I bet. We are playing next week. I'll see. When the Giants was messing up, when the Giants were messing up on Thursday, who was in in our dead chat? Because Pete only wanted to peep his little head in to be nosy. But who was the first person who said, oh, the Giants are playing like they want to lose this game? It was me. I'm We're, not saying that. We're not saying nothing about that. Y'all went against the Giants because y'all know they weren't going to win. So, I mean, it's well, not, Thursday, a, it's not I, a, thought they were gonna, I thought they were going to win on Thursday. No, I'm talking about in the pick five. You know, the, only time go, the only time I didn't y'all go. Y'all can't pressure team. us to pick the Jets because we did, in them. But, you, but guess what you didn't do? That's what you didn't do. You, you didn't be a fan of your team and know they're not going to win. Exactly. But then why talk about my team? Because you'll talk about ours. No. You say nothing about the Jets this week. We ain't say nothing about the Jets this week. We ain't say nothing about the Jets last week either. overrated. I don't know how many Hall of Fame caliber running backs the Jets have or had on their roster in the past five years. But you know what? Go off, sis. Wait, you think Saquon Barkley is a Hall of Famer? Yeah. Future. Oh my God, no, 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 no. Future. So. If, if if what's his name? If uh, Dak, not Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott is. Oh, you gonna come at me about Saquon Barkley? Zeke's a bum too. Elliott can't do anything. Zeke's a bum too. Can't do that to me. Zeke's he a said that too. last week. Good mood today. And you gonna take advantage? Dak deserved the money, not Zeke. But Zeke got the money that Dak should have gotten. I've always yeah, but, said but Zeke above. Is, I wouldn't go that far. If you if you look <laughs> at, at if you're looking at Ezekiel Elliott 
as a future Hall of Famer, I don't they keep saying that. No, but but the but the experts who get paid millions of dollars do for some reason. If mm -hmm. Ezekiel Elliott goes into the Hall of Fame, Saquon Barkley ass better be going into the Hall of Fame too. Period. Raiders versus Steelers. Um ooh. not throw this so because I'm screaming at y'all. That was a good game on Monday, though. It was a really good game on Monday. That was a I mean, really Raiders should have won that five Monday. minutes earlier. But um, damn, I'm damn, 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 damn. It's tough. Man. You know, I, I think I, John. I, I hate to say it, but John Gruden, he's got some magic in the water with them Raiders. It, but they always look good at the beginning, and then they they just bottom out. Who's home? The Steelers. I'm going with, I'm going with oh, the Steelers. that's right. It's a short week. I'm taking the Steelers. I'm, I'm taking the Steelers. Steelers. I'm taking the Steelers as well. Yeah, that was. Uh, Man, the they Steelers. gotta go cross country. I forgot about that. Raiders going cross country. Yeah. So Steelers all around, right? Yeah. All right. Texans, Browns. Browns. The Browns are looking pretty good last week, too, I have to mm -hmm. say. Yep. The Browns without, without Odell. The Browns are looking look better pretty without good. Odell. I mean, everybody looked better without Odell. You gotta stop. I gotta, the Browns yeah. look better without Odell Beckham. The Giants look better without Odell. Yeah, less attraction. But I am – I didn't pick the Texans last week, but I'm still not going to pick them. So I'm going to pick the Browns as well. As so. am I. I think Cleveland – I think Cleveland's on to something. I think they're a playoff team this year, and I think they can be dangerous if they stay healthy. The, I, I got the Browns on this one. Yep. I like what I saw last week. I'm not even going to front. I like what I saw last week. I mean, even though, you know, I'm not a fan of Baker Mayfield at all. You know what's, you know what's funny? This he didn't is have the second, game. This is the second time the Browns have had the Chiefs on the ropes. And the last time the Chiefs were injured. This year, everybody's fully healthy. You know, Browns. They the had Browns. them on their toes. They had on the ropes. They was beating their ass in the beginning. That's what I said. They had, they had them on the ropes for sure. The Browns are stacked. The Browns are stacked offensively. If Baker actually could could show out, the Browns are are really hard to stop offensively. It's just the problem is Baker doesn't really give you the type of statistical games that you're like, yo, they're going to be dangerous week to week. Um, and With that's the, that's that's the biggest problem. Yeah. I think he has that one of those games this week, though, for sure. So everybody's picking the Browns? All right. These records looking going to look real similar this week. <laughs> All right. Who's next? The next game is Titans versus Seahawks. Seahawks. Uh, I'm picking the Titans. I'm picking the Seahawks. You know how I feel about my, you know how I feel about Russell. Yeah. yeah, I'm taking I'm taking the Seahawks as well. I think they're a better team. I think Russell Wilson is a better quarterback than Ryan Tannehill, and mm -hmm. I'm very interested to see how the comment that Mike Vrabel made, um, I believe it was to Julio, mm -hmm. is going to affect because that offense did not look good last week for the Titans. They should be better. I mean, Derrick Henry was like non-existent. Um, yeah. So, I mean, honestly, <laughs> if Derrick Henry turns it on and that offense turns it on again, uh, then I think the Titans have a shot. But the, based on the way they played in week one, I got to take the Seahawks. 
Chiefs, Ravens, final game of pick five. Chiefs versus Ravens. Baltimore can't do nothing with, with Kansas City. They, I don't think they've beaten them since Patrick Mahomes got in the league, right? No, but they haven't thrashed them either. Still, I'm still I'm nervous, with about, I'm nervous about this one. I'm I'm going with the Chiefs, and I'm nervous about this one. I feel like this might be the dark horse game for Lamar Jackson. I feel like this is this game is going to be a lot closer than people think it's going to be. You know what I'm saying? This is the game that everybody's talking about, so this is mm-hmm. a big one. Quick question: Do y'all see like a a Peyton Tom Brady type rivalry between Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes? I see a, a, a rivalry with Peyton, with uh, Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes still. I mean, I get where you're coming from. I get where you're coming from with that. I would like that very much. I Mm -hmm. push back on that. I push back on that for one reason. The only reason I push back on that is I don't think Lamar's that good. I don't think Lamar Jackson is as good as people say he is or give him credit for. I don't. I don't. I don't. No. Listen. I see. Uh, I see. Look. I see flashes of it. I see flashes of greatness. He has great games. But he's still he, not a great decision. He's not a still. He's still not a great decision maker. He still puts himself at risk too many times, and he he tries to get all over on the fact that he can run. He's he, you know. It, it, I don't, I don't agree with that. Anymore. I'm gonna tell you why I don't agree with that. It's a difference between that being the offense being solely him, and he has to do certain things because they literally live or die with his success. Mm-hmm than him having the the weapons necessary to make certain decisions where it's not only falling on him. So you say, like, if he had the help. So if you put like him Patrick on Kansas Mahomes, City, you think he'd be. If, if, he's on, if, he's on, if he's on Kansas City, I don't see him running as much because he has the weapons to throw to. He could throw to Travis Kelsey every time because he's exactly. an option. He's an option out the backfield himself. So you gotta play. You gotta play spy with Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson, just like you gotta play spy with Patrick Mahomes. I think Lamar Jackson has a tougher route of route to success yeah. than um, Patrick Mahomes does, and I think that's probably why you're not seeing him on the same level. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? I think that he always has to make a miracle happen. And he always has to play hero ball in a way that Patrick Mahomes doesn't have to. Doesn't have to at all. Yeah. all yeah, I, I, I think again, Patrick I think, I think throw the ball behind has, his back, and then there's a receiver that's going to catch it. And now, and, and, and the only receiver he has is Mark Andrews. Exactly, and, and predominantly, uh, uh, whenever he's faced with that pressure, right, where he's on the ropes and he can't really get nothing off, which we saw in the Super Bowl, you saw what happened when he doesn't that's have that protection. Thought. What? How successful would Lamar Jackson have been on those early Raven teams? He would have been a dog because you also got to realize those early Ravens teams. I mean, like with Shannon, had the best defense outside of the '85 Bears, outside of the Steel Curtain Pittsburgh. Like uh, you, yeah, Pittsburgh if you put team. him on like the early 2000s. The the early the early to mid two thousands Ravens. With I Dion think and Ed Reed and Ray and Ray right. and and wrestling Shannon. Yeah. Shannon on on the other side, yeah, definitely, absolutely. Those are weapons. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't really necessarily have the weapons. I see, I see. I just don't. And I agree with y'all. I think that's Mm -hmm. that's where I was probably. I should have been going with it, but I I don't. Mm -hmm. I don't see it consistently out of Lamar because there's not nothing there. And I wonder just how he would be on another team. I'm picking Kansas City in this game mostly because 
I don't think Kansas – I think Kansas City wants to erase the embarrassment of what last week looked like. Absolutely. You call it an embarrassment. I call it regular, like straight to, to that, regular. To I don't call it it's not an embarrassment. That's not an embarrassment. They play from behind that's how they play. all the time. That's, how, that's they how they are. The Chiefs' defense is, is suspect, and I've been saying this since since last year. The Chiefs' defense is super suspect. And is it more suspect than the Buccaneers? No. The no. Buccaneers Did you see the way – the Think Buccaneers has a against top that Dallas the league, team, but against, against that Dallas, Dallas team, Dallas, they Dallas that's what I'm saying. Game, yeah, Dallas that's what I'm game. saying. It, it's a little suspect. But you know too. what? The Dallas are that, like we always say, that's their super night one is their Super Bowl. They always show up and show out. So the the Bucks were playing the best the best version of the Cowboys that anybody's going to see this season. But I also think mm-hmm. where Kansas City has. Where Kansas City also has a, a deficiency when you compare them to Tampa Bay is that offensive line. Tampa Bay understood that if they got Tom Brady, they had to get an offensive line that could protect Tom Brady so that he could throw the ball. Kansas City not only has a very leaky defense, but that offensive line is very leaky as well. And Patrick Mahomes is always having to do things, as you said, with Lamar Jackson. Pat is always going to have to play hero ball behind not that offensive much. line as well. Not as much as Lamar Jackson. No, no, right. I know that, but he, he also had to play more hero ball than Brady does. Brady has a lot better of an offensive line than Patrick Mahomes does. Absolutely, because if you look at the Dallas game, Tom Brady was in there for like for like five, six seconds sometimes. It's hard for it was hard to to, to sack Tom Brady. Like it was super hard to sack. And it's not Tom like Brady. the man's gonna run. Right. Tom Brady's not gonna run away, he's just gonna take the sack. Like or slide to the ground. Or slide to the ground, yes. Right. So are we all taking Kansas City in that game? Yes. Of course. I think we're all taking Kansas City in that game. So everybody picked the same except um the Titans Seahawks. The Titans Seahawks. I'm the only one who picked the Titans. You guys picked the Seahawks. So again, let's see how this goes. And that oh, Tay, how you think they're gonna fare against LA? I mean San Diego. LA, yeah, LA. I'm bugging. Who's playing San Diego? The Cowboys. Oh yeah. I think they're gonna be all right. I'm sorry. I like I like Stafford. I like Stafford in L.A. Stafford on that Rams team looks very good. They always. I mean, let me tell you something. The the Rams are always that team that no one talks about until like week twelve. Yeah, but now they got a quarterback. They they had Jared Goff. No, I was talking about the Chargers though. They played the Chargers. I like I like Justin Herbert. I think that the Cowboys are going to win this one. I like Herbert. That that boy, the truth. Justin Herbert is somebody that not enough people are talking about as a dangerous quarterback in the NFL. Justin Herbert's a problem. I think and, and I think for Justin Herbert, it's only because he's always got to the point of you're about to win, and then they lose. Right. So I, I think the um, – What did I we think, think of uh, – really quick, what did y'all think of Trevor Lawrence's first performance in the NFL? First he got a long way to go. He got a long way to go. I blinked and missed it. I didn't even – the Jags don't have a good offensive team, so he's going to be – he's definitely going to be stunted I mean, by the Wilson, la- lack of weapons. Wilson played well in that loss. Wilson made some good decisions and played well. Zach Wilson played well for the Jets. Mac Jones played very good for the Patriots in that opening game. Uh, Trey Lance threw a touchdown pass for the 49ers. In, in their opening week game. And I believe Justin Fields got some uh, uh, some field time as well in the opening week for the Bears. Jordan Love did as well, which we're going to transition into right now since we're going to talk about 
Matt's MVP, as soon as he gets back on the camera, <laughs> BK Matt's MVP, A. Aaron, against the Breezeless Saints. Now, I said this last week. The Saints team is virtually the same. You just don't have Drew Brees. You have Hill being able to have more of a, you know, a, a bigger role. Um, what is his name? That's Bridgewater? No, no, I'm sorry, not Bridgewater. Crab Legs. Uh, Mr. Crab Legs, Winston, Mr. 30 for 30, went off. Five touchdowns, no interceptions. Showed out. You showed out. And here's the thing I was t- telling you about, like, before. When Winston was on the Buccaneers, you can see the total different, the vast differences between Winston's Buccaneers and Brady's Buccaneers in terms of that offensive line. But also Again, the offensive weapons. And the offensive weapons. 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. Yes, not all of those interceptions are on him. Again, as I said this before last uh, last week, some of these interceptions should be given to receivers too. If you got your hand on it, you need to catch it. You, you need to catch it. But um, and we were, this one we were talking about uh, once upon a time about Eli Manning. Eli bomb sometimes and it was hitting the receiver's hands and whoop, whoop, interceptions <laughs> it's the same thing so whenever Mattis, you know what don't worry about it we're going to talk about oh Mattis, Mattis, matt matt matthew let's talk about the man oh real quick drake can we just say because you were talking about him and i want to say this real quick I got to give a lot of respect. you always want to say something real quick go ahead a lot of respect to Jameis winston for for taking that back seat last year. He could have easily, you know, said, no, I don't want to be a backup. I don't want to sit on a bench all year. I want to do this. He went to New he Orleans. Have that. You know, he it was went Drew to Brees. New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, you sit down, you shut the hell up. That's <laughs> all you got to do. No, he could have said, I don't want to be in that situation in New Orleans and gone somewhere else. He Pete. chose to he go hadn't to proven, He hadn't proven anything. Um, but to do that, to sit behind to sit behind Drew Brees and also know that all the rumors in the NFL were that that other cat might have been the starting quarterback. For you to do that, sit there, learn the way that he learned, and then come and show out the way he did in week one, I got a lot of respect for Jameis on that. I'm going to think that Aaron Rodgers is sabotaging the Packers. All right. First things first, I want to say I called the Jameis Winston thing. Play it back. I, I definitely called it. I said I'm not going to be surprised if he shows out this whole season. He's actually one of my, you know, one of my picks for like being improved this year. And he he did just that in that first game. But Aaron Rodgers, oh my god, I just you just what, honey? I, I don't even know. Like <laughs> it was just. Damn. I'm talking to big sis about it because I really. I'm watching the game and I'm just like, I fucking hate. The fact that I'm gonna have to go on this show and hear this shit because I already know what was gonna happen between you two up there. I already knew what to expect, but am I worried about the like? It's only week one, so I'm not necessarily worried. I just be. hope. I just hope it's not playing out like how you what you just said. Like he's trying to self sabotage. I'm I'm hoping he's like, all right, this might be my last season. I wanna I wanna show out. I don't yeah, know. Show out. 
I don't know what the hell happened. I, I really don't know what the hell happened. Three points. I don't expect. Yeah. It got to the point I was just like, yo, fuck this game. I'm not watching. <laughs> oh, boy, it was bad. It was bad. Yo. It was bad. But I got faith that Aaron Rodgers is going to be. He talked a lot of nonsense. I'm just being, let me, let me just say, he put a lot of unnecessary attention to himself. He knew that eyes were going to be on that game, Matt. He knew that eyes were going to be on that game, Matt. There is no reason why they got embarrassed like that. Yeah, he was overthrowing passes and everything. I just, I don't, I don't know what the hell was going on. I think it's the ponytail. I don't know. I think it's the ponytail. I, I don't know. I'm, am I worried though? I'm not worried yet. I'm not worried yet. He's, they're gonna I'm go. They're, they're gonna go zero for seventeen. He's gonna take don't, them. Don't, I, I hope not. <laughs> that would be bad. That's and that would hurt. That would. That would. That would definitely hurt his legacy. No. But, um, he doesn't have nothing to prove. I don't think he has anything to prove. He don't have nothing to prove. But I, I don't even feel like he has anything to prove to be MVP last year. I think Aaron Rodgers. He's a one hit quitter. He got his one ring, and now he can get the hell out of here. I thought he had something like to prove last year because like they they tried to play him, huh? But he's still playing there. Yeah, yes. I look. At, I don't know. You play me as a as a professional, right? Mm-hmm. When you think about Aaron Rodgers, even though he has only won one ring, you get what I'm saying. He has enough stock that he could have gone to almost any team he wanted to. That if they allowed him, Barb only won one. Yeah, well, Ooh. we're not talking about Brett Ooh. Favre. Right now. We're talking about Aaron Rodgers. But Brett Favre, he could have gone anywhere when he Brett left. Hall, Brett, Brett, Hart. Brett Favre didn't have the didn't go up and stop talking to his parents and stop talking stop talking to his parents. Right? Made a whole big press conference and 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 why do you blame, why do you keep bringing this up? Because it, it bothers me for so for some reason it's, it's troubling to me that he don't speak to his parents. It's bothering me. I don't know why. Maybe because I'm a parent. But anyway, at the end of the day, he made all this fanfare by himself over these past couple of years, leaking stories to the press about this Green Bay team. You get what I mean? And if you want to talk about Brett Favre, Brett Favre went to the Minnesota Vikings. He left. And when he had a chance to leave, he left. Aaron Rodgers stayed. After all that, he stayed. Okay? He ended up looking worse because he stayed. Especially because he made such a big stink about I'm not gonna stay, I'm not gonna stay. Yeah, and then for, and then for literally okay. nothing, and Green Bay held their position as well, and so literally you got you got punked as Aaron Rodgers because you ended up saying, "Well, I'm coming back." Well, nothing changed. You said you weren't coming back. If nothing changed, you still came back. So now you look like a fool. You well, do. To be honest, he didn't say that he he wasn't coming back. He did say he, he wasn't coming back. He wasn't saying nothing. Everybody was speaking. No. He said he wasn't coming back. Show me that. Pete, pull it up. Pull it up. But my thoughts on it is Aaron Rodgers got what he deserved. Aaron Rodgers got what he deserved. You were such a hater, Drake. Like, you got to relax. He got what he deserved. How did he get what he deserved? He got what he deserved. You're right. MVP and all that money. Yep. And then then get smoked by almost 40 points. by a, a, a Super Bowl contending team in the New Orleans Saints. What are you saying? 
What do you so say? It's okay. It's okay to get smoked by Super Bowl. It's not okay, but don't make because it seem wasn't, like wasn't Aaron Rodgers. Wasn't Aaron Rodgers team Super Bowl contender too? They still are. Don't do okay. that. So one you're week. Saying, it's so, one week. It's one week. They got dominated by the Buccaneers in in, in the early weeks of, the, of of the season last year, and look at what happened. MVP. Yeah. What happened? L O S T too in the playoffs. Look, that was all Matt Lafleur's fault. That wasn't that. He took oh, the ball out of his hand. He oh, took the ball out of his hand and gave him oh, Tom Brady. Don't do that. Nah, it's, gonna, it's Big Matt's fault. It's Big, big Matt Lafleur's fault. Huh? Yeah, he took the ball out of his hand. Who gives the ball back to freaking Tom Brady with with? Come on, with time on the clock. That's just that's just stupid. But you gonna say all right, Aaron Rodgers being the MVP that he is shouldn't have put them in the position. Look. I'm sorry, Mr. Aaron Rodgers, Mr. Green Bay himself. There's audibles. There are audibles. You can but call it audible. Is, they put him in the <laughs> they put Tom Brady. They weren't playing well. They put the Patriots, the Patriots, the Buccaneers in the position to win. Now, if he was doing what he was supposed to do on the field, you know what I'm saying? And and making points. They wouldn't have been in that position in the first place. I know he plays, I know he plays God worthy. You know, football, but he ain't God. Don't do that. Jesus, I'm not the floor for Jesus, Joseph, and Mary. Yes, I'm God, God worthy. Where look, Dre, don't let the facts get in between the good stories. Shut up, don't do God don't worthy. Do where you know, you just went on that that whole rant, and it made not a damn bit of sense. It wasn't you better hope fault. they win. You better hope they win this. Week. Not- you better hope they I win. Look, Aaron Rodgers is still Aaron Rodgers at the end of the day. I don't like Aaron. <laughs> Size, is now, is that necessarily a good thing? He Look, won one oh, ring. So what? He still won one. A lot of quarterbacks mm-hmm. don't win any. What you saying? Absolutely. I agree with you on that. But Don't let the facts get in the way of the game. Damn sure don't be winning MVPs. <laughs> there are a few MVPs that didn't win Super Bowls. Right, he's an MVP and he has won Super Bowls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The NFC North is trash, Shaq. Garbage, garbage juice. Now, since I have everybody here, let's talk about what me and Matt kind of touched on last week. This Brooklyn Nets, LA Lakers situation, right? Where all these people are signing the AARP All Stars, right? <laughs> um. Marcus Aldridge back to the Nets. Well, Marcus Aldridge back to the Nets. The last quarterback that won a Super Bowl for the Jets is doing AARP commercials for real. And we, <laughs> we make excuses for that, right? This is true. Okay. So keep Fact. the same energy. I found it interesting how, what was it? Kyrie blew up on that, on that reporter. Uh, recently, that report recently that said that uh, won't play uh, games today. Anyway, it's definitely true. Yeah, so Kyrie blew up on that um, Twitter, that reporter on Twitter about that story. Keith is a clown. <laughs> Me and Keith was arguing about that yesterday. Which one Keith about the Lakers? No, nah, he was he was saying the Lakers are the 2022 champions. He thinks that they're gonna they're gonna run rough shot through the West. Yeah. Like it's gonna be easy. And I'm like. Apparently there was yeah. a story on Twitter, uh, an NBA insider reported on Twitter that he had heard 
from Kyrie Irving's camp and other people have heard that if the Nets traded him, he would just retire. And Kyrie went on Twitter and blasted him like, yo, why are you spreading lies, this, that, and the third. And he came right clap right back at Kyrie's just like, first of all, if you have an issue with it, talk to your team because you and I both know that I am not the only person they have said that to. Ooh-wee. Kyrie. Let me tell you something. I forgot about Tim though, because Pete kept rambling on about Kyrie. Like, I don't care about him. <laughs> the rumors Kyrie for Ben Simmons. Why? There was a rumor of that because <laughs> they want to get out from under Kyrie and Ben Simmons needs a place to go. And honestly, if the boy don't have to shoot and just got to play point guard, he can actually be good. He won't even be the point guard. And James Harden won't even be. have the ball in his hands. Let yeah. me say something. Let me say something. People just automatically think it's going to be Brooklyn versus LA. Automatically, and Andre, I don't. I don't necessarily agree with that either. But go ahead. Take my no, point. I'm saying people automatically think it's going to be Brooklyn versus LA, and I feel like when you have the Golden State Warriors, you know what I'm saying? Like that's what I was telling you. Rising, you know what I'm saying? On the freaking West, and you have the Milwaukee Bucks who won this year. Yeah. I, I, I want to excuse you. Have, <laughs> you have a few uh, other teams. You have the you have a few other teams that are getting better. So let's just not make it seem like it's just this clear, you know, route to the top. You know, everybody knows that that will be like the the dream and NBA playoff uh, final situation. But I don't know for some reason I feel like the Golden State Warriors I have something to say about that. As I said, the Lakers have the hardest road to the finals. They have the hardest road to the finals. The Nets have a a hard road to the finals, too, because let me tell you something. That team is super stacked, super old, super injury-prone. Injuries is is the key word. Injuries Injuries is the key key point. But what I'm saying is – You can't denounce the age of the roster. They're a a win-right-now type of team, and those win-right-now type of teams kind of break down between the first and second round, like I said, this year. I mean, if I'm looking in the East right now, the only teams I'm really afraid of is the Hawks, the Celtics, the Miami. Well, Miami, yeah, Miami. Miami and the Hawks. Milwaukee, Milwaukee, um, Philly, New York, and Boston. That's five teams. That's a lot to be afraid of. Right. But the Lakers have damn near the whole conference. I think the, the Lakers, to be honest with you, the Lakers really have three teams on the path to there. Dallas, Phoenix, Dallas, Denver, Golden State. Phoenix, and Golden State. I think Denver, too. I don't Denver. Think Jamal, Denver. Murray Denver. Denver. Jamal Murray will be back. Okay. So? And they got Joker. What are you saying? And Aaron Gordon. And that team showed that it was pretty good without Jamal Murray last year. Now you add we, Jamal Murray to that. I think they take another step. Like I said, they have the, the Golden <laughs> State Utah. Warriors, the Dallas Mavericks, and the Utah. Phoenix Suns. The, the, that's the path to, to the resistance on the West. Like I, said, I like the Phoenix Suns, but they got as far as they got because of injuries. We're not going to make it seem like a lot of those teams are slept on. Like Utah's no slouch. The Denver Nuggets is no slouch either. I feel you like the, the, have Phoenix the, Suns, the Phoenix Suns look like a younger version of the Brooklyn Nets to me. My issue with Fe- well, my issue with Utah is they don't have the firepower offensively, and if their defense is not firing on all cylinders. 
it's it's going to be an issue. I think. How was Donovan Mitchell in? in, in I can't in, give you that. I can't yeah, give you that, like, Peter. That the the um you can't say firepower when they led the league in three point make percentage and makes. They had the firepower. They had the defense. They were injury. They 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 their front court was hurt. You tell me yeah. who you're – The backcourt was hurt, sorry. Michael Conley, Michael Conley Jr. and, 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 and besides Donovan Mitchell was hurt. Besides Donovan Mitchell, who scares you offensively on Utah? Um, the shooter. What's his name? Oh, Jesus. I can't think of his name either. Yeah, that, that, shows how, that shows how important. No, because I'm getting hit. I'm getting hit on the spot. I can give you the name. Um, Joe Ingles. Not Joe Ingles. Not Joe. Ingles. Don't do that to my. Don't do that to Joe my man. Joe Ingles can get hot. Don't make it seem like he can't. Man Joe is a keyword message, sweetheart. Bogdanovich. What? Yes, Bogdanovich. Yep. Bogdanovich could easily give you give you 20, 25. But you're telling me if, if you take Donovan Mitchell out of the equation, you're telling me that a team of Joe Ingles, Urson Isilova, Rudy Gobert, Rudy Gay, Mike Connolly, and Bogdanovich scare you? And Jordan Clarkson. Jordan Clarkson is easy. Like, how you, like, weird, like you really <laughs> are sleeping on this Utah team. Like they weren't killing last year. They were they were running the Western Conference. For the whole season, and then they got hurt. So, like, that's what I'm saying. Is like, granted, Golden State deserves that respect. Golden State should be actually at the top of the top of that. But we're not going to make it seem like that Western Conference is is, is a slouch. Yeah, but we're going to make it seem like the Eastern Conference. We're not going to make it seem like the Eastern Conference. I'm not. I'm saying. I'm saying as far as scoring power, definitely not. I'm saying it's scoring power on the East. Not too many teams on that East is going to be able to outscore that Brooklyn Nets team. Can That's what play I'm saying. I agree with you. Be in the East, I don't know about that. They play. I don't know about that. Basketball. The, the Brooklyn Nets are going to be the, be the team that never was. I'm telling you right now. If the Brooklyn Nets do not win the championship this year, it's wraps. Kyrie got to go. Kyrie. I say Kyrie has to go. I'm not saying Kyrie is the problem, but Kyrie is the most tradable piece right now because I'm not getting rid of James Harden. I hate to say James this, Harden did average a triple double. I think the Warriors triple double his ass I think the Warriors need another weapon. Hey, um, because they got they got obviously you got Curry and Clay, but really behind that it's Looney, Porter Jr. Wiggins Wiseman. and Wise, Wise, but Wise, if they let Wiseman develop like he's supposed to, they can and have another, another Giannis on their team who can. Yeah, he got hurt. Right now, they're missing offense. Yeah, he was hurt last year too. A proven outside of Clay and Steph, I think offensively, there's just a, a, they're missing a proven weapon. I think Golden State's still going to be a great team. I think they're going to make the playoffs. But this is the same team. This, this is the same, same team, team that won a championship with Harrison Barnes. With Harrison Barnes. If they play the right basketball, which we know that they can, but with that three, they're still a they're a major threat. Because no, one thing so. that they do have under their bet under their belt is chemistry to a championship. They're a championship trio. I think in the east, so, the east, the issue is mm-hmm. a lot of these teams like Boston, like the Knicks, like Philly, mm-hmm. can they play to the back of their basketball cards? If Embiid and Simmons are Embiid and Simmons. And the Philadelphia 76ers role players are who they're supposed to be. Philly can be dangerous. But we say I that every Simmons year. Is if gone, Tatum, 
if Tatum can play like Jason Tatum and the rest of the Celtics play like they're supposed to, they can be good. But, I no longer believe in the Boston Celtics. Bro, right, at full the strength, they're not beating that Brooklyn Nets team, bro. Play, can they play to the back of their basketball card? Because on paper, mm-hmm. on paper, the only teams on paper, Milwaukee and Atlanta, really bother me um, in, in, no. in the East. My, Miami, Miami's going to have to play like they're supposed to play because they played down last year. Philly played down. He has help. Until the playoffs. Boston played down. That's what I was saying, right? Yeah. Can I say something about Miami? I I agree with you to a point. Jimmy Butler has to be more selfish. He has help. Yes, he has help. That's what I'm saying. He has help. He has help scoring now. He didn't have help. But he did have help last year scoring. But he he kept passing the ball. Shoot the ball, Jimmy. You said he has help scoring. Who on that team is – can can take over scoring. Bam. Bam. Um Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson. And now they got Tyler Hero is inconsistent, bro. Yeah, but he can take over, right? Well, he now you got over. Lowry and Oladipo. So that's Butler, what I'm saying. Butler they have, he has Oladipo. Oladipo was hurt. Right. I get what you, you got, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah, you but Jimmy Butler has to take more shots. Yeah, and he got, has a dog. He has an even bigger like leading dog now with with Lowry there. He had Iguodala on. He had Iguodala on the team. Yeah, Iguodala was he's not the same Iguodala that was on the Golden State Warriors, bro. He's not it was that the same, same exact guy. It's the same exact. Oh, the Warriors got Iguodala back. Yep, he's back. <laughs> the Warriors got Iguodala back. No, they did. They did. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they did. He's he back. back. Golden State. You, we talking about yeah. So when 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 Tay was saying that yeah, the Warriors are. I think Iggy you know to at the top that. of that chain. The Warriors are at the top of that chain right now. So then, rings, I'm so sorry, then they got right. a four. Yeah. Andre Iguodala back on the Golden State Warriors make the Golden State Warriors dangerous. He went to Miami because he saw how good Miami was the year before. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. He was like, oh, they can run it. They're going to run it back. And then Miami- and then everybody got hurt. Yeah. And then everybody got hurt. <laughs> I'm very interested to see how the Knicks developed this year. I am, too. I am interested to see what the next step for the Knicks is because I was – Listen, New York basketball, whether you're a Knicks fan, whether you're a Nets fan, whether you're just a casual fan who likes the star power that's on the Nets, whatever, New York basketball is going to be really good this year. Yeah. They got Mitchell Robinson back. Mitchell Robinson has to stay healthy. Mitchell Robinson has to stay healthy. Didn't that read something that he got like 60 pounds of muscle? No. His offensive game has to expand. He can shoot, but you know, that's bro, not going to be required. You know, hope in Julius Randle, bro. That that experiment failed miserably. It, it failed go. in the playoffs. <laughs> like, just it, let failed, it, go. it failed in the playoffs. But I don't think if I don't think when if they get back this year, Julius Randle will be the same person scared of the lights. And then you Kemba got Kemba, you got Kemba, you got Kemba and Fournier. It's going to be very interesting to see how they gel with those veteran guards. Uh, I like Fournier. I liked him when he was with the Magic. Dre, you got to relax. When he was with Orlando. You got to relax. Kemba. Kemba you got to relax. Brooklyn versus, wait, Brooklyn versus New York Eastern Conference Finals? I would love that. I would buy tickets. I, I would definitely buy tickets. All Then $10,000 tickets. I'll take $10,000. Yo. We, we got Frank Lucas Neeson in our squad. We getting in there. Ain't that right, Tay? <laughs> right. We'll be in there. Yeah, I want to see sure. the evolution of R.J. Barrett. Barrett and, and Mitchell 
uh, to see how they do is going to be interesting. Uh, but I really hope, I really do want to see Kemba Walker actually hold up and do well. Uh, Matt, guys, before you, before you go, yeah, that, I was just about to ask Queen, what are your thoughts on on, on a Knicks team? Because you were critical, you weren't critical of them in the pl- you were kind of critical of them in the playoffs. You, I'm a but, big Knicks fan. That's why yeah. I, I wasn't critical on them. I was just speaking facts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. really didn't. I thought that they were going to win that Atlanta series, and the fact that they didn't win that Atlanta series was really heartbreaking for me mm-hmm. because I stopped watching basketball for a while because of the Knicks' woes under Phil Jackson. But um, at the end of the day, I feel like the Knicks still have a long way to go. I, for some reason, I feel like they're even with the moves that they made during the offseason, I don't feel like they really made the right ones. You get what I'm saying? I feel like they, they have still not – I mean, their core team is really good, don't get me wrong, but I don't feel like they added things to kind of move the needle. Mm. I feel like what they did was they added pieces that kind of bolstered the type of the players that they've been playing. I think you're going to see a lot of the same. I think that you're going to see – I think Julius Randle choke, is going to choke again. Ooh. Now, it's all about this man right here. Right here. Trade 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 the bosh. Trade the bosh. Trade the bosh. Yeah. He he shot them out the gym. That whole Hawks team shot the Knicks out the gym. Yeah, yeah but the thing is, I can see the Hawks going against the Brooklyn Nets and giving them a problem. Mm-hmm. I, oh, can see them, I can see them giving them a problem. And let me tell you something. And I keep saying this and I keep that type of then Tony offense only takes you but so far it's not there no more i'm i still feel like you the team still reeks of it yeah now nah, that's nash's Steve offense nash, so nash is gonna run yeah i don't know what, what you mean i know what my whole right. thing though you that's know what, what we were talking that's what we say that's why i was agreeing like that's steve nash's offense that's the same thing that, it looks like a dan tony team it, it, they really look like a Dan Tony team to me. And I feel like as if Brooklyn is not as good as we, and I keep saying it and I will say it until if they win or not. That going to the final, the conference finals ain't enough for that team. It's still a disappointment, even if they go to the Eastern Conference finals. They it's still a disappointment. They give me really big, they give me really big Cleveland vibes. From those later years of Love and Irving and LeBron, not at that all. That team was older around LeBron, right? And it was just like, can LeBron cap? Can can they carry them? They give me very big vibes of that because Aldridge is older, Kyrie is getting older, Durant is older and still coming off that injury, still kind of recovering from that and trying to get better and still trying to reach peak Kevin Durant. The role players around them are not. Again, my issue with the Nets has always been uh, the bench. It's always been the role players. Because as as Mm -hmm. Tay said, Durant could get injured. Kyrie can get injured. Harden can get injured. Who's stepping up? Those role players are all. Yo, Blake Griffin was the biggest step up during the playoffs last season. And Bruce Brown. No, nobody was talking about no damn Bruce Brown. Okay, yeah. don't, Bruce don't Brown say, defense said, stepped up. I, I said, I, all right, no, Bruce Brown stepped up. <laughs> no, no. Because Bruce Brown because everybody because you was was completely crapping all over this Blake Griffin thing, right? And he ended up being this their their saving grace. I apologize really? for that. Why are we still bringing that up? No, I'm missing. <laughs> don't bring up the past, Matt. 
It'll break up the pattern. <laughs> no, I still have to say this. Uh-huh. It's that when you when you have a team that's so star heavy and your role players are not up to that caliber of playing the the role that they're supposed to play, there's a big disconnect between that working in the season and that working in the playoffs when you're playing with other teams who have a little bit more more balance when it comes to cohesiveness. You get what I'm saying? I do not. I feel like if the Brooklyn Nets win this year, that's the only way that team is going to be successful. I do apologize. My reference was wrong. It was not the Cleveland team. I meant to say they give me the big uh, Malone, Peyton, Lakers vibe where you're getting a lot of the older players. I, I agree with that 100%. My reference was wrong. I agree with that 100%. But the only difference is some of these guys <laughs> on the team, some of these guys on the team want a ring, so the passion ain't there. Correct. Correct. That's, that's true. Um, and that's what put the Lakers for me over the top of Brooklyn. Because if you look at the Lakers bench, Carmelo Anthony coming off the bench, Malik Monk coming off the bench, Kendrick Nunn coming off the bench, DJ and Dwight coming off the bench. You have Carmelo is getting his ring this year. I'm saying that now. He is getting his ring this year. The Lakers had to make if I had to make a a early season prediction, you know, of how this is gonna go. I see it being Milwaukee versus the Lakers in the finals. I feel like the Lakers, not the Lakers, not the Lakers, the Nets are going to get knocked out in the Eastern Conference Finals. Even I think the 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 semifinals. I don't second see round, second round town. Hmm? Second round town. Second round town. Or very, or very. I feel like Milwaukee is going to take them out the playoffs in the Eastern Conference Finals because I don't know what Milwaukee team that was in the finals. <laughs> But they never played before. I don't know what Giannis we was looking at. That was a That's whole different Giannis. That's a whole different Giannis. I had never seen that. Giannis. I had never seen that man before in my life. And he and still he, couldn't hold Kevin Durant, and Kevin Durant couldn't hold him. Nope. Sorry, but and, and they almost lost without a Kyrie Irving. And but a everybody knows. Almost doesn't count. Almost doesn't count. I swear to God, which is funny, which is y'all, the name if, of the episode. <laughs> I swear to God, yo, it, yo, oh, you know what? No, it's no, go. Matt. You have the final word. Tell it. No, nah, I'm good. It's cool. I'm gonna remember this episode. I'm gonna remember this episode. And then when the Nets win the championship, episode seventy-five. Remember it. When the Nets win this championship, I'm gonna play that. The Nets aren't good. I never said they weren't good. Knock out the Nets. I never said they weren't good. Let, all right, since we want to, let's say I said what I said. So, I said that, that if good. they don't win, you this is going to be a bust. Good. If they don't win the big dance, it's it's going to be a bust. Because you did all this for what? You did all this for nada. Can you we know? all agree with that though? Yeah, you. I feel, yeah, I, I, I feel that, like that, I, that, I feel like that's something that, that, that all of us here should be able to agree with. The amount of money that the Nets are spending keeping these three on the, and, and draft picks that they gave away and the, um and with Levert going with Allen going Dinwiddie going huh I don't, care. I don't I don't really care about the draft I picks. hope this gets them to move away from the big three model but the Lakers got a big three model I, I feel like the Lakers are more stacked on the bench and Milwaukee right. has a big three model. Stacked. Who who is the big you know three in Milwaukee? Yeah, please. It's please. Please. Right. Do we like right. do we like Middleton now? Did I miss the memo? <laughs> Middleton is the fucking reason that they even got that far. Y'all serious right now? Are we really gonna do this right now? 
Chris Middleton ain't the reason that they won. No, that they won the final. Chris Middleton is not the reason that they. Chris Middleton ain't the reason they got out of the whole series. That they won the final. What a Brooklyn series. Chris Middleton is the reason they got out of those two series. Chris Middleton, who every every episode of this show, every single one of us said that he disappeared every time. Every Chris time. Middleton is the reason they even won Game Seven in Brooklyn. They won that finals because of Giannis. Oh, they won. They got past Atlanta and Brooklyn because of Chris Middleton. They, they they got past they they got past Brooklyn only because of injuries and Question because Chris Middleton. No, no. Oh my God. No. Chris oh Middleton. Chris Middleton is consistent. one on one off. He is one on one off. He's one on one off. Not, don't say that he's not the reason that they they won game seven. That's what I'm saying though. It was because of Giannis. Matt, and Giannis wasn't question. even there for the last two games in the Atlantic series. And Chris Middleton and freaking um Drew Holiday went off. Right, but, that, but we had this conversation. We also had this conversation at the beginning of the Brooklyn series. At the beginning of the Brooklyn series, not that far. At the beginning of the Brooklyn series, we asked, "Yo, where is Chris Middleton?" Yeah, yeah, we did. Did but we that, not ask? Where, where and he showed, the, he showed up. He's no, the what, reason in game they won four? The game four? He's <laughs> the reason they won that series. It came down to game series. seven. Here's where I'm going to break your logic, Matt. Since mm-hmm. when does a, a player, if we go by what you're saying, since when does a player being the reason that a team won a series or a game automatically put them in the conversation of being a big three caliber level player because he's we have seen an all-star the how he's not a big three caliber player he's not big three caliber he's not. Yes. he may no, he could have no. very fine and well their big three is Giannis, well. drew holiday and chris middleton I'm that's not, not a big three that's right. their big three that's, that's their not big, big three, three. I'm not a big three I'm it's not their, saying they're no, the big, I get what Matt is saying. It's, it's their big three, but we don't, don't make it seem like Chris, Middle, Chris Middleton three. is the reason they won that game seven. But Chris without Middleton that, also, without Chris Middleton in the overtime in the in the fourth quarter, Kevin Durant was sick their asses home with that well, shot. Well, well, don't do that. He's the reason why it got extended to a game seven because he didn't he didn't play well at all. He came up Most and exactly. he played well in a good point. Of those, and, and, he showed he, up in he game four and disappeared do until that, game seven because we kept saying every time, where's Chris Middleton? Where is he? And he showed up in game seven. If it, if he were playing- It wasn't in just game seven he showed up in that series, Tay. And game But four. I'm bringing up game seven. He in showed up in game two. five and six too. No, he didn't. That, oh that was the problem. He right. didn't show up and he's very inconsistent. He's we just not gonna all, we gonna give all the praise to Giannis. That's what we're doing because Chris Middleton ain't do nothing. He didn't Nobody say that Chris Middleton. Nobody said he I'm not know. saying Chris Middleton didn't do I anything. I know you're not saying that. But I'm, I'm, I'm saying, saying that. that either. Either. So I said what, what I said though. I said so what you, I said though. So Chris Middleton is not the reason they got out of that series. I said what I said though. Chris Middleton is not the reason they got out that series because he hit the shot or because no, Chris Middleton bought fuck out in fourth quarter and overtime. He's the reason they won. So are we talking up. about game seven or are we talking about the overall series? I'm yeah. talking about game seven. The reason they I'm even won. But we're, well, we're, we're, talk, we're talking about the whole series. That we're talking whole about the series, whole series. Giannis, yo, 
He I'm, showed up in he showed up in parts of that series, but he's oh, the reason they even oh got into that series. That's, that's what we're saying. That's what we're saying. saying. You he's, always do that. You move the goalpost every time. What is the goalpost? I said Chris Middleton is the reason they got to? that far. You, you watch who you talking to because at the end of the day, I know who I'm talking to. I'm saying what I'm saying. Chris Middleton is the reason they got to the next series. Chris Middleton is the reason they got to the next series. If he didn't show up in that fourth quarter in that overtime, they would not be in Brooklyn. And then when Giannis got hurt, at the end of the day, Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday and Shepard game five the way, six, If he would have played the way he's the supposed to play, it wouldn't have had to go to a game series. He disappeared. He disappeared. He disappeared. Keep that same energy because when we I when am keeping game, the same energy, but we're not just going to blow up one person. When the game was happening, you wasn't saying that. You wasn't saying that. I Seriously. said, I said, run it, it back. When they won that series, no, I said, Chris Middleton saved the ass. Let's run it back. Run it back. You, you I said what I said. I know what I said. We'll look it I've been up. Saying we'll look it up. Playoffs. We'll definitely look it up. We'll definitely look it up. But we do have to wrap things up. Pete, I know you had an announcement. Pete? It, yes, what is your, I have your announcement, it, and then we're going to wrap it up. Is it safe to come out of hiding? Matt, Pete, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> um. Yeah, so. um. You know, I was very happy with uh, everything that happened, and I'm so proud of everything that came out of um, uh, We Are Wrestling's first show, Want to Be Starting Something. And uh, let's just say that the groundwork is being laid and things are being put into place. So please be on the lookout for an announcement. December, hashtag, it was all a dream. Love it. I love it. I love it. So, shout Wait, out. I missed that whole thing. What happened? <laughs> December, hashtag it was all a dream for We Are Wrestling. Be on the lookout for it. Oh, okay. <laughs> shout out, shout out to the Dabba Tent Network, Two and a Half Bros, uh, Sazon Talk, Sazon Sessions, the Jabba Tent Podcast, Coffee Talk, us at the Year Sports Show, Tavia Steve Time, Brooklyn BS, everything, 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 everything. <laughs> So, for BK Matt, for the voice of a generation, Pete Rosado, Pete is going into hiding. For the queen, 25K, Tay, it is your boy, Big Baby, signing off. Peace.